0: Excuse me. Has anybody seen That was a joke about the world being flat, right? was it? Why does it seem like the further we go back in
1: history, the more advanced we were? You're telling me people were so primitive they took a hammer and chisel and made this?
0: President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. When we were successful.
2: Chance at this new world ever. <laughs> 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 you Because Kansas is going bye bye. <laughs> Welcome back, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and today, unfortunately, we do not have the man, the myth, the legend, Sean Chris from Kill the Mockingbirds. The power is out in in Michigan, so hopefully he does okay and his food does not spoil, but uh, we're going to rock it without him because we got my friends and who I consider family, actually, some of the coolest motherfuckers. You might remember them. They've been on the show before. I have... My homies, Jeremy and Amber, making a comeback. How is it going,
3: guys?
4: Well, hello, hello. Wonderful on our end. Thank you for having us, Calus.
3: It's been a great day so far. Just, I am not chilling, recovering from going to the river yesterday, enjoying ourselves. Heck yeah.
2: So uh, for anybody that might be new to the show and didn't get to hear the last episode with you guys on, um, where can they find you and uh, what is it that you do?
4: Uh, we are multifaceted artists that's for sure but we do like to dabble in multimedia and arts such as botanical mandalas our website is cosmic fractal magnitudes.com it's a mouthful but it's beautiful if you learn to reiterate it
2: yeah your guys's website is is pretty awesome um (laughs) if I wasn't a broke bastard I would buy some stuff (laughs) but you guys definitely put so much um I wouldn't say time because I'm sure you do put a lot of time into the stuff that you do but you you put so much of your soul into the stuff that you guys do you could just see it like it really means something to you and that's what separates art from from a hobbyist and you guys are not hobbyists you guys are truly artists and and I appreciate talking to other artists because i consider myself an artist too and um you're also conspiracy junkies so you're in the right place this is this is what we do here
4: go down the rabbit hole
2: (laughs) love me some rabbit holes so um how's the business uh, side of things going are you getting on any podcasts, trying to get it out there or or are you just shit posting on instagram
3: oh well in the last month i've had like two of my Twitters permanently suspended so like they they refused to respond to my appeal over the suspension so I'm on like my third Twitter account now um I definitely been doing plenty of shit posting um I don't know just like really working on some ideas uh of some stuff that I want to do I don't know I've been like I got this really bad habit of uh looking at the google like the daily headlines on google and then um like opening them in these tab groups and like reading through them and then like i save them all cuz i'm uh, well the ones i find interesting and i'm like oh I'm gonna record like you know a little monologue about like this article that I found interesting and like talk about it on a video and post it and then I never do so I've I'm got like
4: to oh <laughs> Amber
3: you gotta kick him in the
1: butt Get him I to do, it.
4: do. <laughs> I'm with you all the time I'm like you just need to do little monologue videos of like your rants because I hear them all day and like. You know, sometimes I try to get them, but... Well,
3: it's, it's kind of kicked me in the ass a little bit listening to Tim Cast because, you know, he talks about how he got started and he's just like, yeah, I was making these short videos with, like, my phone about these different things that I was interested in, you know, and wanted to talk about. And I'm like, fuck, dude, that's kind of, like, what I want, you know, that's, like, that's, like, exactly what I could do. I don't know, I get this grand idea, like, I'm going to do this show and I'm, like, going to talk about all these topics and, like, like tie them all together the way I see them in my head, but like honestly, it'd He's be. very better.
4: grandiose and fantasy, <laughs> and I'm always like, okay, what's the first step? But even yesterday when we went to the river, like, we had almost like an existential conversation about the flavor blue raspberry. Oh,
0: shit.
4: Because, honestly, it's not a flavor, and we know that it comes from beaver sphincter, but ev- everybody's favorite flavor.
2: <laughs> my, my favorite flavor is beaver sphincter? What the <laughs> heck? please elaborate I, I was gonna I was gonna change you know. the subject but this is too interesting so so how do we how do we this is like finding out that when you drink Red Bull you're drinking uh, cat, uh, bull cum so so uh what how okay
3: it's really it's really simple it's really simple like uh one of the things that they use to create certain
0: artificial no flowers
3: not artificial flavors not sure. here's here's the kicker because a beaver sphincter is natural right. <laughs> as an organic organism in nature they get to call the flavor that they extract from it natural flavoring and the flavor that it's mostly used for is vanilla and blue raspberry as far as the research that i've done personally oh and so vanilla it, too yes yes and so like what what it comes from is I guess like there's this pheromone or something that they uh secrete or whatever when they're like in heat or (laughs) something to do with this or like when they're scared or I I can't remember exactly what it was that caused them to to create it but it comes from the sphincter it's a natural you know like a chemical in in the beaver It just kind of weird to me that like you know they use the stuff from the beaver finger for flavoring for food for us but i also think that drinking cow milk is kind of weird oh yeah definitely we're i just think milk. species
2: that, that right. drink milk like especially from a different animal right after that's the thing after we're, yeah
3: is that like from a different animal you know and like people look at me and they're like what you want to drink human milk i'm like well you know I got to say, it seems a little more natural to drink human milk than it does an animal's milk. Like, if we're going to keep drinking milk past the time of breastfeeding, like, I'd say maybe we should be drinking human milk if we're going to continue to drink milk past breastfeeding.
4: I mean, there are, like, anomaly cases of creatures, like, nursing other creatures. Out of survival necessa- you know, necessity, like... But for us to, you know, develop society around...
3: Electively drink some random animal's milk
1: it's
4: a right
3: lot
2: of- and, and and most of it isn't even milk most of it is just pus because it's like they're injected with so many hormones to be able to produce enough milk to keep going I, it's been years since i've drank milk and to look back on it like my mom would like make me drink a glass of milk with every dinner and i'm just yeah, like oh yeah. my god you were so indoctrinated but i was too so yeah yeah we all, well
4: there's an ancient we technique for preserving milk food in general there's you know it's culture actually you know so it's not that odd it's a harmonic balance between the cow and the owner you know what's it called husbandry what does it have everyone it's not necessarily for me but i understand where people are coming from you know
2: what do where- you think about what do you think about this uh, vegan kick where people are doing um urine um what are, urine what is it called they're, they're drinking their own urine.
3: Yeah, like, I don't know, I've never been big into feces or any of that stuff, so, <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, I've always tried not to get pee on myself. Right?
2: Oh, it's called <laughs> urine therapy.
3: But hey, but hey, I mean, you know, okay. someone might hate on me for smoking weed, so I'm not going right. to hate on anybody for drinking their own, as long as they're not trying to make me drink their urine. <laughs> Some people swear by it.
2: Like they say that it's like the, it's a healthy detox for your body. And, and uh, also if you're ever like, um, randomly, not randomly, but if you're like in survival mode and you're like stuck out in the middle of somewhere and you need to drink something. It's, I might, yeah. It's I mean,
3: I might resort to whatever keeps me alive. If, if I'm that desperate to remain alive and for something to keep me alive at that point. But electively I don't know like I I think water is pretty healthy for us like as long as it's non-fluorinated clean water and stuff like that like I mean dude it's so crazy though um I don't know like I wrote this thing back in like I don't know 2013 or 14 about um the 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 state of world war that we're actually in and like it just talks about it being a non-conventional warfare where we're being attacked through our food and our water, our media, our, our you know our, our air that we breathe, uh,
2: injections, our
3: medicine. medicine, our medicine, yeah, like you know we're being attacked from all these kind of indirect methods and stuff. So I mean I don't know, dude, like we're all drinking stuff out of aluminum and uh using foil you know and like microwaves and I mean I don't even know like I could probably name a a bunch of stuff that I do that's horrible for me I mean like I don't even know where my clothes come from I don't know where my food's grown (laughs) like I don't know dude like there's like all this weird basic shit that I mean I really think that could be being done a different way like that would be more efficacious, like, but also like just better in general, which I don't know, I kind of like efficacy and better in general kind of go hand in hand to me personally, uh, but
4: sounds like you know the boundaries where you can do better because even naming off things like where your food and clothes come from are your battlegrounds what is applicable to your day and day you know where can you per se use your purchasing power which i don't think necessarily has to be money but whatever medium of exchange like being a consumer is even part of
3: that like if you ever looked and found like seen where hot dogs come from
4: I would not, and I wouldn't. Yeah,
3: assholes and lips, right? I I mean, like there's like videos on it and stuff, and and I mean, so I don't know. Maybe we don't want to know where it's coming from anymore.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm always scared that like they're saying how much beef America goes through every year, and then you look at like how many cows that are actually in in the way that they mass slaughter these cows too is just disgusting but yeah. but are we yeah. even truly eating um beef sometimes i wonder you know and and it's not it's not uncommon i know that there's a bunch of different companies like uh, Tazo, Tazo t um campbell's that have actually um that there is human in their fucking products and there's oh. nestle um and, and uh mcdonald's has had how many countless people, like, with uh, human teeth or, or like...
4: Um, right. You start getting up into these multi-million, billion-dollar corporations, and they're allowed to have a certain percentage of human, fecal, you know, bug content in the mass production. And that's a very odd concept that definitely leads to the road of, like, Soylent Green. But at the same time, it's... The road is literally paved by the consumer, I'm not giving a damn. So the more we go to places like McDonald's rather than whatever the mom and pop bogs burger for your fucking town is.
2: Yeah, I was I was watching um some my boy Sam Tripley from Tim Foil Hat. I say my boy, like I know the guy, but like I love his podcast. And he was on Joe Rogan yesterday, and they were talking about this lady who had uh, taken a bag out of her car from like 2007 mm-hmm. and put it put it in her um, put it in her uh, closet, forgot about it, and came back to it this year. And there was a, a McDonald's cheeseburger in it, and it looked exactly the same. Like the bread was hard and everything, but it looked this the meat did not rot. So like, what? the fuck is it's not meat (laughs) i i I mean it's meat but i don't think it's what we're told it
3: is
4: calming yourself alive
3: (laughs) i've been hearing about insects and like them using bugs as like a certain percentage of the meat in burgers or like uh you know when something says like uh beyond meat or like plant-based i i'm you know and i'm kind of like well is bugs considered meat or plant or like is it could bugs be beyond meat? i mean (laughs) you know i'm like what is beyond me like well a
2: true a true vegan doesn't want to eat anything that that you know is a living animal i mean i'm not saying plants aren't living things but you know what i'm getting at so like they they wouldn't They wouldn't agree with that. They wouldn't want to eat bugs. And now we have these celebrities pushing this whole bug agenda on us too, Yeah. because they're trying to get us away from eating meat. We got Monsanto's that has their hand in just about every fucking food product that we buy. China and Bill Gates have bought up just about 80% of the farmland in California, which is ridiculous that an outside country is even buying up farmland in our own country that hates the United States. So like somebody's got to raise an eyebrow to that i mean i really really feel that the only way that you know you're truly eating healthy is if you're growing your own shit or you're going to farmers markets even then it's questionable right but okay. if you want to eat meat you go to your local butcher you know where your shit is coming from right, right. it's okay. it's really it's really scary and I I think that it's all part of this 2030 agenda. Like you will have nothing and like it. You will eat bugs. You're going to live on top of each other. And that's another thing that pisses me off is that they're trying to tell us that we're overpopulated and overcrowded. No, the cities are overpopulated and overcrowded. Have you ever drove like from Northern California to Southern California? It's wide open. You ever drive from... The East Coast to the West Coast, it's wide open. We are not overpopulated. Our cities are overpopulated. And we're not meant to live on top of each other like that. It's just not natural. And and now there there's this thing in, um, I forget where it is, um, Sean posted it. And uh, they're, they're actually building, it looks like the Great Wall of China, but what it is, is it's going to be like an enclosed city, basically, where, with housing units and everything and like a, and a speed rail and stuff. So that it's supposed to be like lighter on the environment, but they're basically making people live inside this freaking like miles and miles long wall.
3: In Saudi Arabia or something? Yes, yes, yep.
2: that's where it is. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I
3: saw that. I saw that. Jeez. That was a headline there. You know, I saw some other interesting things too. Like, uh, China is the number one exporter of wheat, um, and Russia and Ukraine are uh, just behind them. And then, uh, you know, like Russia is one of the biggest exporters of of fertilizer. You know, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, if there's animosity and and you're, like, putting the trust in, of, of your food production and then the production of your food's food to these people who are supposedly our enemies, I just can't help but wonder to myself, like, what? you know, how, how can you, how would you, how does that make sense? Like,
2: dude, the Chinese are fucking brilliant. It's infiltration from within, you you know, if, if you're not going to be able to bomb your, your enemy, like what is the best way to kill people? Like they're not only killing us with all the fentanyl that they're sending over here and Mm -hmm. poisoning. And I mean, that's the true pandemic is fentanyl out here is killing way more people than COVID ever dreamed of killing. Mm -hmm. And then, and then they're poisoning our food god knows what they're spraying in the skies on top of us that we're breathing in you know um have you guys ever seen that movie um why does the name of this movie always escape me the giver
3: no but there's a book yes it's based on a book and like my sister read the book and it made like a huge impact on her so she's told me a bit about it
2: yeah, and I think that's exactly what they're trying to do. So what they did is they um, they built a civilization that was cut off from the rest of the world as an experiment. And and every time you would have, like, you're not allowed to, like, there's no words such as love. You're not allowed to say, you know, and so it's thought police. Um, that's right. And then um, every day before you would leave the house, the door wouldn't open unless you put your wrist over this thing and it injected you. And so, um, this kitty gets smart and he puts an apple over, over it to get the injection. And then all of a sudden, oh, they see black and white. They don't see colors. And then all of a sudden, after he starts doing that for a couple of days, he starts seeing colors and he's like, whoa, what the fuck is this shit? And, and, um, I think that, that they hide the truth in movies. And I think that that's, Similar okay. to what they're doing to us because
4: and, yeah, we definitely
2: have more potential mm-hmm. than we're than what we're given right now. And I think that the things that they're spraying in the air and the poisons that we're putting into our bodies from our foods and stuff is, is an inhibitor from us being able to reach some of these things uh, that we're actually capable of. I mean, because some people are capable of amazing things like- amazing. Um, and and it's just and I'm I'm to the point now where I think that they're scared of us um, knowing who we truly are and what we are truly capable of because once we figure that out, then it's game over for them.
4: Well, go, ahead. Go, ahead. No, no, go ahead you go. No, go ahead. I think the ultimate idea is to make us all afraid of our neighbors. Don't know your neighbors, you know they want to break down the basic fibers of society.
3: Don't know yourself
4: and that is ultimately why you would not trust your neighbor is if you did not know yourself
3: yeah definitely I mean, not even to have the discernment you know to if you don't know yourself how how do you know that your judgment is accurate so if you don't know yourself how easy for you is is it for you to just trust the the authority because you, you don't even know what you would decide in in any kind of situation you just you know, you're like, it's convenience autopilot. I mean, it's it's the zombies that we see around us in the day-to-day. And like, you know, they don't have to be zombies. It's just, uh, that's, it's about, it's about communicating and, and understanding. Like, it's really interesting. I've been hearing a lot of the people that Tim's been having on his show talk about the reason that, so many prominent individuals in politics, media, economy, stuff like that, see this nation coming to a civil war. It's because there is no dialogue. There is no communication. Um, and and there, there's the zealots on both sides. But, like, I, I got to say that when I see these people who lean to the right come on his show um they're definitely interested in entertaining the perspectives and and dialoguing and and like trying to come to some understanding like tim key always says oh i'll have less people come on my show you know what i mean like i want to create a dialogue i want understanding like so when one (laughs) we got you when, when one side, when one side refuses to listen, you know, when, when, when you want to like bring up evidence, when you have, want to have like a logical, and they just want to like scream and yell and break shit, I, I see a problem with that. And like, it's just, it's just crazy. It's so obvious when you see all these protests going on uh, by the left. And I I don't know, they just burn shit and get away with it, you know, like the police are told to stand down like this guy who has to shoot somebody to defend himself can't even turn himself into the police that are in the immediate vicinity. It's all insanity. And then the right wants to protest at the Capitol for a day. And like it gets out of hand with a few people and they want to like just hang everybody.
2: Right. Those few people were actually agent provocateurs anyway.
3: There you go. As it turns
2: there out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I
4: would mean, have thought.
2: You know what but, but going back to the dialogue, you're right. You're totally mm-hmm. right. They're doing everything possible to shut down people from having these meaning, meaningful conversations. Because at the end of the day... Look, I know everybody has somebody from the left and probably somebody from the right in their family. But when you sit down at the dinner table and actually, and and even that is very difficult because families are being broken up right now because of this shit. But when you sit down and you're able to have a logical discussion about stuff, we're gonna find out that we're really not that different and we really do want the same things. It's just that the the things that we are engulfed in and that we choose to um, put our focus into and surround ourselves with is going to impact how we feel about certain things. And unfortunately with the left, it's, it's, um, and I don't want to say everybody on the left because I'm, and I'm sure there's a lot of good people on the left, but it just seems to be the majority right now would are, are acting erratically because they're not acting on, um, on any kind of a thought, they're, they're acting on impulse and emotion. And when you act out of emotion, you act irrational. And I don't care what kind of emotion that is. If you're super happy, if you're, if you're sad, if you're pissed off, I wouldn't, maybe not so much happy, but even at that time sometimes, but when you're pissed off or you're really sad, don't make a decision, like, especially a life altering, like don't get pissed off and say, fuck you to your boss and walk out. And then later on realize, oh shit, I got to feed my family tonight. You know, and it's those kind of things that I see is happening from the left is they're using these triggering things, and the media It has this down to a T to know how to trigger these people to get them out there and to start rioting and to start protesting. and And it's funny watching some of these people because you have logical people walking up to them and it, and and you know this guy was out there. Uh, I saw this video today and he he was out there protesting Donald Trump. Now this was back when they were trying to impeach him and they were like um why do you guys want donald trump impeached and he's like because he's lied so many times to the american people and all these lies has to stop and he was like what's the biggest lie that he's told you that that you hate and he goes um have that guy look it up have that guy google it should we have him google it and he's like no that guy's filming right now if you're out here and you feel so passionately about why you're out here then give me one example and the guy couldn't give it he, he just stood there dumbfounded and that's how most of these people are and a lot of these people out there protesting Ro, roe v wade uh being overturned and i understand my body my choice but at the same time do you really know what you're protesting because it's not saying you can't have an abortion what it's saying is the federal government can't tell you can't tell you if you can or can't have an abortion. Yeah, it yes. actually helps you. It benefits you, and your dumbass is out here fucking protesting.
3: Well, you know, I think we're all pissed off about really similar shit, but some of us are just really like thinking about, you know, w- how to do something, you know, that uh, ben- beneficial to, to offer, and who are just kind of being led into some provided solution. And, you know, I think that this like I I don't disagree with protesting and I'm not right on the right, you know, by any means, like people, if anything, would probably label me like an extreme leftist and an extreme rightist because because like, you know, well, because I'm an anarchist. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know
3: so so like you know i would align it very extreme ways with things that have to do with freedom on the left and i would align in extreme ways with things that have to do with ex- with freedom on the right you know, so uh but i don't know like what like you were saying when when you sit down to have a logical conversation it really shows you who's willing to agree to disagree so that we can work together and live life and you know create a safe place for everybody. And who refuses is to, to agree to disagree and actually demands that everybody bend to their will. You know? And so that's the problems I have with on both the left and the right. You know? And I see it especially with certain issues you know on both sides like it's it's i'm like freaking there's just one side wants to bend you to their will in this way and the other side wants to bend you to their will in that way like and i'm just like dude you guys gotta realize you know if you're not willing to give a little you know there's it's gonna explode you can't just exist not willing to cooperate with and think everything's just gonna remain and flow okay
2: Right. Cause we, we all have to live together, whether we like it or not. And no matter what your radical beliefs are um, at the end of the day, we're all fucking humans. We're all people. And we want the best for our family. We want the best for our neighbor. Well, maybe not our neighbors, because now they don't even let us fucking meet our neighbors type of thing. It's like when I was little, man, my mom would send me, Oh, I was seven years old. We go ask the neighbor if we could borrow a cup of sugar type of thing. I, I don't even know my neighbor's names. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and we share a fence. As long yeah. as
4: you're the person who's open to your neighbor coming to you and asking for a cup of sugar, you know, it's like the story of the lady who asks her daughter to ask the neighbor for some salt. She's like, Mom, we don't need salt. And she's like, You know, that's okay. I know we don't need salt. I just want them to know that they can come to us if they need something. So we're all kind of like in this place of constant survival mode. And when we recognize that, that's where they have pushed us then we can react in unison hopefully in a way that empowers us and just having your own garden providing your own veggies because when you do start gardening in a legitimate sacred form like that's the thing about harvest is there's always more than enough you know like we don't have to compete this is the garden of eden like we can live in this homeostasis
2: and it's so therapeutic too i started i started a garden at the beginning of spring Or right before spring I started planting when you're supposed to plant stuff and I'm starting to harvest stuff right now I had I had a uh, red potatoes and I didn't realize I was gonna get so many so like I'm pulling up oh, one plant and there's God. all these potatoes I'm like yes dude this is so awesome like I have enough for like more than a few dinners <laughs> like
4: it's so awesome To can it and have it in the winter or whatever it is it's so amazing
2: and another thing is once we stop fighting with each other then we're going to realize who the real enemy is because they're pinning us against each other purposefully. And that's the whole thing is one, as long as we are pointing at each other, we're never going to point at the person that's making us point at each other. And it's done by design and it's fucking scary to see everybody fall into it. And I'm not going to lie. I fell into it for a while. I was a big Q guy. I was all on board with Trump and I'm like, fuck you lefties and all this shit. You know, like I, I, I have like shirts that say liberals suck and now I won't even wear it because it's like all it is is divisive it's just it's it's adding more fuel to that fire and I don't want to add more fuel to that fire I want, I want to talk about fun shit now like I don't want to get into politics anymore like I was just on a political show on Monday they invited me on. And I was like, you know what, my head's, my head's clear enough, I can get on it, talk about some political stuff. And halfway through the show, I found myself getting angry at the left again. And I was like, fuck, what am I doing? <laughs> and uh, I don't know. But speaking of the left and the right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring something up because the left now hates Donald Trump so much that now we have this coming out And I don't know if you guys have heard this, and I don't know who is paying this girl, but it is definitely not true.
1: My name is Lydia Dorm. My birthday is July 19, 1978. I am the daughter of Donald J. Trump and Whitney Houston. There has been evidence, irrefutable evidence, <laughs> of many different individuals, some of them which are including Linwood, <laughs> Joe Flynn, and Jim Caviezel. All I am asking is that the right thing be done. Myself and my children have been abused. We've been terrorized. We have been gang stalked. There has been car explosions and car accidents. There is irrefutable evidence for all of this in which many people, despite this irrefutable evidence, seem to think that I'm crazy. However, my father, A lot of people would say that he's crazy. So what I'm asking for right now is the right thing to be done. The right thing would mean, as my father said during his four years in office, the right thing would be admission and full disclosure. That is all I am asking for. When the right thing is done, everything else will fall into place. Thank you.
2: So they fucked up bad because after I saw this, first off, after I wiped the tears from my eyes from laughing so hard, (laughs) I decided to find out who this girl is and she gave her birthday. So then I go to Whitney Houston's Wikipedia page and it says when she's born. So at, at this, at this girl's age, in order for this to be true, if it was true, that would mean Whitney Houston was 14 years old <laughs>
3: oh my God. when, when she, she gave birth. To when
2: was... she when she was conceived. Uh, yeah, when no, when she conceived.
3: Right, right. So, but like, yeah, that age when she like spent nine months being pregnant, like, just kind of.
2: And if Donald Trump's racist, he wouldn't fuck Whitney Houston anyway. So let's just put that out
3: there. Well. I mean, the slave owners used to fuck their slaves all the time. So. Yeah, that's,
4: that's, that's <laughs> a that is true. That's a rabbit hole. That is a fucking rabbit but, hole. Right? But, Sorry, kind
3: of but I just I just find it hard to imagine, with as famous as Whitney Houston was, that there would just be no documentation of some 14 year old pregnancy that she went through in it. Like no one who knew her back then ever would have said anything about her having this kid okay. ever throughout um, her entire career.
2: So um, anonymous is making a comeback and they're the ones out there trying to push this girl out into the public. And so they're they were saying that she was uh, given up at birth to sex trafficking and, and all this stuff. So that they are really, really desperate right now yeah. to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't get back in
3: there. Yeah. I mean, look at the, the January 6th trials. Like, this this is insane. Kangaroo it's not, court. It's Nazi show trial, Stalin show trial. You know, like, it. this, this is, I don't well, know. Well, they're
4: just trying to keep the bad publicity momentum until the election year is what's going on. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, they're scared shitless of the, the primaries, you know, like they're I mean, basically what everybody is saying is that the Democrats have nothing to show for for shit. They, they have nothing to fucking run on. No, like, other they,
2: than orange man bad or these people are bad. <laughs> these people are bad.
3: what have they done they're
4: all is aoc old enough to run yet (laughs) like
3: even even the most even the most dedicated democratic party line towing people i mean they're looking at their bank accounts and everything you know and they're looking at the crime and they're looking at like the 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 war and they're, they're just kind of being like this isn't my party this isn't what we're about. Like especially older Democrats from from like the '60s and stuff. They're like, no, we're supposed to be the the party of, of anti-war. Yeah. You know, we're supposed to be protesting against the conservatives and their corporate wars. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think Democrats everywhere are being disenfranchised. You know, and they're scattering mm-hmm. among. The, more moderate i suppose or no they're they're not even more moderate it's that the left just keeps going so far left that these people who were already dedicated left are being left closer to the right if not on it
2: yeah absolutely and and i love seeing all these people that were so anti um right or anti-conservative, because I, w- I wouldn't consider myself right. Honestly, I wish I could just walk away from politics altogether, because both, it takes two fucking wings, right? Like the guys on from the Occult Rejects said when they were on my show, takes two two wings to make a bird fly. So it's
3: a great show, man.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, those guys are awesome. I'm going to be on their show uh, next week, I think. Um, but um, anyways, the point I'm getting at is, and, and I've already beaten this to death, is the longer we fight with each other, the, the more that they're going to have a W over us and the more enslaved we are going to become. The more rights they're going to take away from us, the more we're going to be dependent on them. And I don't want to see that happen. I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying I'm a Republican, but right now I can, I can agree a lot more with what the right is doing than I can agree with what the left is doing. So have you guys really? ever... Have you guys ever heard of this place called Tartaria?
3: I have, but probably not from where anyone would have mentioned I've heard of it from.
0: So the CIA actually came out and admitted that they erased and rewrote some of our history. And that history is of the Tartarian Empire. So, Tartaria was thought to be a global and technologically advanced civilization that existed way before the 1800s up until the 1900s, where it was wiped out by a Great Reset, a.k.a. the mud flood. Then it was completely erased from the history books and rewritten in order to hide us from the truth. Now, I know this sounds crazy, and you're probably already running to the comments to call me some name, but I brought the receipts. <laughs> it comes directly from the CIA's website, it was released in 1957. The Central Committee of the Communist Party... Issued a directive ordering the party's Tartar Provincial Committee to proceed to a scientific revision of the history of Tartaria. In other words, Tartar history was to be rewritten, let us be frank, was to be falsified. I don't know if I'm saying Tartar right. And why would Tartaria be depicted in old world maps if it wasn't a thing? And Putin actually wants to release the real history of Tartaria. Now, take a look at some of these buildings. We were told that these were built by people that rode in horse and buggies. We're expected to believe that they built things like this with a hammer and a chisel. Like, even if scaffolding was a thing, the precision, the accuracy, these people were way more advanced than we give them credit for. Like, these buildings are said to have been built in the 1800s. And just look at some of these inventions that they had. The math ain't math. And
2: So the cool thing about diving down Tartaria and mud floods and all that stuff is discovering the free energy that we had available to us and the healing energies that we had. Um, a lot of these buildings are that we see with the big domes and like the towers and and you often will see an empty bell tower. Well, that, that emptiness was actually filled with, um, with, uh, either a mercury or, uh, no, they were usually filled with, with some sort of a mercury, which, um, Conducted, and so inside of these buildings, and the way that they're designed—if you look at like the the um, designs on the um, windows and stuff—looking awful, they're all geometric shapes and stuff that, like, you know, when you look at the windows and they look look like that and stuff, and it's all designed to harness energy and harness power. And people would go into these buildings and actually heal themselves. And not only that, but this energy was able to create a different form of electricity and light up like these big, I don't know if you guys have ever looked into um, world fairs, like the Chicago World Fair is a huge one or the San Francisco World Fair. And these big, huge, elaborate things that are like bigger than, than the Vatican were built supposedly within two years. And then as soon as they were, uh, the fair was over, then they would just completely destroy them. And uh, so people that have been digging into Tartaria um, have come to the conclusion that they tore these things down to keep us from uh, these potentials in in these energies. And one more thing I would like to bring up about these world fairs is the big, huge baby incubators that they would have. Like, where did all these babies come from? And so basically, in a nutshell, we had these civilizations and there was a great reset. And mud floods. And basically, we uncovered all these buildings and and stuff. And we didn't, we didn't build them, we just inhabited them and we took them for our own. And that's why, like, when you're walking in San Francisco and stuff, and you like see like windows that look like half above ground and half not or and half underground, and you're like, what the fuck? That doesn't even make any sense. Well, keep digging because there's more. Um, I don't know. So just from that little bit that I've told you and the little history that that girl had given us what do you guys think
1: where do you want to take that one well i mean like i'll
3: i'll say that all right when she said i don't even know if i'm pronouncing this right it it totally rung a bell for me because i remember reading James Mishner's book Poland and seeing uh this come up in 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 the book and not really knowing how to pronounce the word correctly but it was I remember it being really difficult to try to comprehend the people that were were being discussed in the story uh, because you know, Poland and Germany and stuff, um, or Hungary, whatever was you know, kind of like Eastern Europe, and like, I you know, I'm hearing the Tatars being talked about all the way over in, in Asia, you know, in, in Mongolia and stuff, and but like, I started thinking about it. I watched a couple videos today, and <clears throat> there was a lot of, of talk about. Um, now they were like this this pagan culture, who were heavily suppressed by uh, like the Teutonic Knights or the, the Knights of the Templar or something as as they were expanding through Europe. But the the descendants of the kind of mixing, uh, because that you know some of the Tartars would convert you know and 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 then eventually they would mix in with the European. And it's like when you start looking at like, very, very native Ukrainian facial features and stuff, Mm -hmm. it it starts to kind of look like this kind of like European-Asian blend a little bit they they have like this different look than a lot of you know the the european that's kind of like mainland and not so east um but they also you know they look different than than that more heavily asian you know but i feel like the 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 tartars that were also referred to as mongolians possibly you know like see the thing about it is like i was watching these videos and i was kind of listening to her and stuff and I definitely see how, like, kind of aspects from both apply, you know, like, um, you know, I could definitely see history trying to be changed and race and stuff. Like, I I have no doubt that there's plenty of stuff trying to be hidden from us. But they did try to do that. They did a really poor job because, you know, you got guys like James Mishner who are writing about the Tatars and, you know, he's pretty mainstream novel writer like there's even
2: professional fighters that say that they're native tartarian
3: right Right. you know so it's it's like and i i like the way that that video that you were saying that's kind of like the gatekeeping video i did like how they kind of explained it that there may have been some misrepresentation you know maybe some mixing of names and territories and things like that like i mean dude like keeping records throughout history like could you imagine you know like everyone's different perspectives all these different cultures some of them don't even know each other exist and them all like writing their different experiences down on like what like tablets and scrolls and stuff like that and then you know just trying to pass that on through like who knows how many i mean because time for them moves so much slower than it moves for us like the the time that it took for things to change and for them to do a lot of stuff and i mean those buildings that that i was looking at they almost reminded me of something that would be 3d printed or something like that um so i don't know like i so maybe it
2: didn't take a long time maybe they they were way more like way more advanced than we think like uh, in the last episode I wanted to correct Sean because he was saying like back in the day, they didn't have time to, uh, to do things like play baseball and and ride bikes and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, we don't actually have anything to base that off of because we weren't there. We don't, we don't know. And then another thing that you just brought up is, is keeping a record of all that stuff. What the fuck is underneath the Vatican in that, in that, (laughs) in that library they have.
3: And the fact that people who claim to be the bringers of truth and light, uh, keep so much information hidden uh, from from the the public. That's that's a straight contradiction right there. How are you claiming to be some bringer of light and truth when you're keeping information hidden? I just I don't see. Yeah, and then and if that's the case, if the the bring the, those who claim to be the bringers of light and truth feel like the, it's in the, our best interest for information to be kept from us, that says that they don't fucking trust us. And then if they don't trust us, why should I trust them? Why should I trust somebody who don't trust me? Like, 100 percent is a mutual thing, you know. So is I don't you know that's why I got a problem with authority because authority always approaches things uh, asserting, asserting itself dominant as if what it is addressing, it should submit to it and, and respect it without it showing, you know, respect. And, and like, I'm not, I just, I don't work that way. Like, I don't approach people in an aggressive way. You know, I don't accost people, you know, and so like, I I don't wish to be accosted and uh and i think that accosting has a lot to do with uh, lending itself to disrespect or just a lack of respect in general
2: yeah definitely that 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 old saying don't stoop to their own don't stoop to their level amber what do you think about this whole tartaria thing do you think it's possible do you think that
4: oh i in my perspective i definitely think that it's right and true but it's kind of like I don't know because so long ago the Judeo-Christian meets these pagan Tartars who are Asian Mongolians and it's part of their history like this yeah. isn't like mythology like by any means in my perspective the Tartar people obviously existed and like they were more pagan and ritualistic and probably did have technology beyond what we saturated with judeo judeo-christian thought process like
3: judeo-christianity is like the apple of spirituality
4: (laughs) Yeah, it's like you can't have any sort of miracles which are what connect you to nature and like even what you're saying these buildings like with contents of mercury like mercury is a poison but like poison and medicine as a fine line so have mercury close to you but not in you you know somehow this is creating this org field of healing you know right. i don't understand it but i find it very sacred and like i love to hear about it anybody who has any sort of
3: do those rooftops they remind me of this idea that i have to like defend from from tech you know, from, like, incoming rockets or drones or something, you know, like, like, all, like, the tallest buildings would have, like, EMP emitters, you know, so then they were emitting them away from everything below, you know, so it created, like, an EMP dome around the civilization so that, like, you know, anything coming at it, like, would be knocked out or whatever, because I think that, like, lasers and EMPs are going to be the weaponry of the future, I mean, you see in Terminator movies, you know, like bullets don't work so well on machines. But if you had like a directed EMP ray, you'd, fucking, you'd just be knocking that shit out without even causing destruction.
2: True. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So um, with the with the Mercury being up and, and in those buildings, I mean, they're so freaking tall, but they acted as a conductor, right? So you have the antenna and then in that tower... You would have the mercury and then usually most buildings would have gold and, and Mm -hmm. some sort of gold. So it, the, the, the combination of the three things somehow creates something. Mm -hmm. And, and I'd like to see what that is. I think we need to start looking more into magnets because I think that magnets play a huge part in free energy and things that we could do. I don't know if you remember, um, Uh, Jeremy, when we were in high school, we had to do some sort of project. And I don't remember exactly what the project was or who it was for, but I made a tiny motor with magnets. And the closer I brought the magnets to each other, the faster the motor would spin. And then you bring it off and then it would slow down. And I'm like, why don't we have cars like that? And the teacher was like, well, because they can't make any money off of that. (laughs) So what happened is Rockefeller decided he was going to buy up all these oil fields and all these oil fields that didn't want to sell to him. He basically had enough money to where he was like, well, then I'm just going to price you out. I'm, I'm just going to sell shit so cheap that you're not going to be able to make a profit and I'll be just fine. And then you're going to end up giving it to me basically. So he bought all them out and then he would have all this excess oil from from it. And that's when he started refining oil, where, which is where we get tar for our, our streets and you know our shoes and, and the soles on our shoes and stuff like that. And then he started making petroleum-based medicine. And with the petroleum-based medicine, he basically pushed out all natural remedies so that when doctors are being taught and they're going to this school, they're being indoctrinated into this um, petroleum-based medicine way so that when people leave there they're leaving with a prescription to take these pills they're not leaving there saying go get sunlight they're not leaving there saying go be around nature walk walk around with your feet in the grass stuff like that that truly does help people and when's the last time you went to the doctor and he asked you what you've been eating like they don't it's 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 so
3: frustrating yeah the, the medical system is hella broken
4: Uh, it's almost like going to a restaurant and they're just trying to turn the tables it's really pathetic in that manner no quality
3: and then they're using petroleum for pesticides and poisons and stuff as well so like they're using the same stuff to make medicine as they are poison if that doesn't make a lot of sense to me either
4: It's outrageous how much they charge for just basic pharmaceutical prescriptions like just a two week prescription that we recently had filled was had we not whatever insurance
2: over five hundred dollars
4: for two weeks worth of medicine
2: holy cow
4: but the insurance covers it so we didn't have to pay that right. but had we had to pay that that's outrageous there's no way we could afford that you know for two weeks of- and
3: then the thing is is how do we know that the stuff that's being prescribed to us you know is even what efficacious at all you know, it's like we have no way to test our medicine. We have no way to test our food. We don't have personal relationships with our medical providers or our food providers. Like, we don't even have personal relationships with our leaders, you know, or, or the decision makers. Like, I feel like a lot of people who have personal relationships with law enforcement and authorities and judges and things oftentimes like get off the hook more than the rest of us they kind of hold themselves at this like elite social status than the rest of the people like I don't know every offering of a law enforcement officer I think I've ever known maybe one or two but most of them that I've ever known have just thought they could get away with fucking murder you know and, and it's it's just I, I don't fucking i don't get it you well know?
2: um highway patrol officer tim moon who used to live in hathaway pines <clears throat> he lived he was the next door neighbor to my grandparents and so we would break bread with him all the time he would be over at my grandparents house and they would watch their stupid nascar races or whatever lame stuff they were into but you know, I grew a relationship with him. And I remember being in high school one time and I was going snowboarding and I saw him parked on the side of the road in his Bronco or whatever it was that he was driving back then. And I forget who was with me. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was like Chad, Chad Borian, and will bias or somebody like that. And I'm like, watch this. And I just slammed on the gas. And I went past him going like 95 miles an hour and woo, pulls me over and he walks up to the car and he sees it. It's me. And he's like, God damn it, Brad, slow the fuck down. And then he went and got back in his car. And so there you go. Been anyone else, right?
3: <laughs> and then, and then just, that is the microcosm of corruption. Just think about the shit that's going on on the grand scale. You know, well, some Some chicks going to prison for committing crimes that involve nobody.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Maxwell. Dude, check this out. Hunter Biden's iPhone uh, was leaked on Telegram a few weeks back, right?
3: Right, yeah, I remember that.
2: I downloaded uh, a lot of it. (laughs) on on an external hard drive not the porn stuff because i I, (laughs) but like i downloaded a bunch of files i still haven't gone through them yet i still haven't gone through them because i was hoping to find like that diamond in the rough or whatever now they're saying that you can go to prison for looking at the contents of that phone or of that laptop however this motherfucker still walking around doing
3: Uh whatever he wants i don't know i heard that he was being charged for something over an illegal gun possession or something like that his like
2: he he lied on his um he lied on his uh application
3: and then had some chick dump it in like a garbage near near a school or some shit
2: it's incredible the things these people get away with just because of who they are and Oh, man, I but, think
4: they think they get away with it. I mean, he maybe momentarily he's not being charged with the crime, but like the social humility that I mean, I hope like that he's humiliated by what's going and on. I imagine and priceless.
3: I imagine the damage that is done from just people seeing the things that these people do and you know and how it affects their perspective on how they conduct themselves, you know because like we were talking about earlier, a lot of people aren't really thinking for themselves they're just kind of following what the authorities are telling them is the thing that's going to get them where they want to go so you know like not only are they listening to the authorities but they're mimicking the celebrities and they're making a fucking celebrity out of this guy i made the i made the worst joke earlier today like uh something was coming up about like where alpacas were from and um something about peru and so like it's dude so bad but like just because of, of the celebritism of all this shit, the first thing that pops into my head is what does hunter biden say when he goes to peru i'll pack him a cracker <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad dude it's so stupid but like you know i got this kind of cheesy you know brain where i think of stupid shit, like you know randomly and, and because it's so prominent in the in the media and everything like my my corny brain makes a stupid joke you know how to just i just thought stop. it was pretty funny <laughs> 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 but like dude it's 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 kind of relevant you know like and that's probably why i think of it
4: sensational but yeah.
3: dude, petroleum you were you're talk- i want to say something about petroleum before we moved on like you were talking about it I've always had, like, this adversity to petroleum. Like, I've always understood that it comes from this stuff that's being, like, sucked out of the earth, you know? And that's always seemed to me pretty vampirical. Um, there's also, like, uh, prophecies from, you know, ancient tribal peoples that talk about uh, digging in the earth for, for um, valuable minerals and stuff, but kind of bringing about the, the end of civilization, But like, I've had this theory about the whole petroleum industry and it's fucking out there. So I think he might actually like it, but it just supposing that the earth were spinning. I mean, just hypothetically speaking, it was this big chunk of like things spinning through space or whatever, you know, but and I'm just speaking hypothetically. I'm, I'm, I'm stretching your boundaries.
2: Good. I like that.
3: Um, and to me, like another thing that spins and moves is an engine, you know, like, and it's got like these moving parts and it's got like this fuel and it's, you know, it's got this um, lubricant and, you know, these different aspects to this engine with moving parts. And then I was like, man, like if the earth were a spaceship, you know, and it it was actually the spaceship itself was the engine, you know, and like all these plates were these you know moving parts of this engine, and you know, like I was like, well, what would this oil, you know, that's all throughout, you know, the the crusts and stuff, be? Well, it's like a lubricant, and then I'm thinking to myself, like, well, in this engine. It needs lubricant, too, because it's got these moving parts and stuff. And then I was like, well, okay, if we're taking all the the lubrication out of the engine, what happens to an engine if you don't keep oil in it? It seizes. (laughs) So I'm like, just supposing, just supposing that it was like this solid ish spinning thing kind of like an engine you know going around this giant nuclear engine you know like uh, and you took all the lubrication out of this fucking like crazy advanced organic engine holy shit we're gonna cause some fucking major damage if that were the case it would be really bad
2: I, i definitely see where you're coming from but here's a huge misconception about oil is they they want us to think that it's a scarcity right that's how they can charge so much for it and that and then that's why they called it fossil fuels like you expect me to believe that like all these dinosaurs left all this oil that's still been keeping us going so there's actually it documented it this happens where people have abandoned oil fields come back a few years later and they're full again (laughs) <laughs> and pumping an oil out of them, right? because right, so-
3: the oil is flowing through all this land mass, you know, kind of like the oil in an engine flows through the engine and stuff, and you know when you it's like we're really small on this engine that we can't even imagine the size of you know and so we're like this little mosquito drawing this little patch of oil you know like out of like a vein and like the vein kind of dries up because we get real greedy but then we stop pumping and all of a sudden you know the vein kind of fills back in again it's just the time scale of the life span of a planet is like pretty unfathomable to 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 the lifespan of of a human you know so it's just it's like the processes you know like i don't know i kind of always thought of the oceans whether it's flat around or whatever i always thought of like the oceans as the digestive system and like the weather as like this immune system you know and the lava the magma as the blood and the oil as the the shit I guess you know like (laughs) like, I mean you know like like it's kind of like a waste product you know but it's also a lubricant and you know like oil the waste product from the earth is used as a lubricant in, in engines and stuff and no matter how much oil there might be in the earth like I don't know dude if you got a car and you just take like a little teeny little like little little syringe of oil out each day but you're not putting more back in or like, I don't know. I'm sure the earth makes it at some kind of rate as well. I imagine it makes it. And like, so that brings me back to like being stacked on top of each other, you know, living and stuff. And like, there are these equations that they've found that have to do with like how much acreage, you know, whether it's vertical or horizontal or however you divvy it up, but there's a certain amount of acreage that it takes to like, feed and house and process the waste from one individual human being so that the, it actually gets processed and doesn't become a poison in the environment. And so like, I don't understand why these, you know, people who want to control or, you know, Hey man, if they're really for the betterment of humanity and stuff, we need to be applying these equations to figure out like how we do need to be like living, whether it's urban or, or rural how much land do we need to be dedicating? Like, shouldn't the farms be spread out through like buildings, you know, like vertical farms in cities, you know, like instead of being like, oh, we're going to have all our farms in Nebraska and or you know, wherever the, fuck the farms are and shit, like Getting back to local and stuff because then you don't end up in a situation where we're overlooking percentages of human flesh and feces and stuff in in products that we're consuming and stuff. Like,
2: man, I just I went to the dump with Beth the other day and it it just um, it was a landfill and it just made me disgusted. <laughs> Like how much waste is out there and it's not, and, and all they do is they just cover it with dirt and you drive right over it and pile more on top of it and then cover it with dirt and dry and it just keeps going.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: and, and, and if we were, if we were not consuming these products that are just poison for us in the first place, and, and that's, um, then that, that cut cuts down everything 50 percent because if we're just using natural stuff that like you eat an apple you throw the core on the ground then you might actually grow another tree instead of uh, a bag of chips and then you know throw it on the beach and then all of a sudden you you have like your your beaches are just littered and you have penguins and whatever getting their heads stuck in these
3: uh, packaging, packaging is a whole thing on its own dude like it Which is also petroleum based Right, and and it should it should be literally start to be looked at as a crime for these packaging companies to use non sustainable uh, textiles. There's plenty of things like I've been telling growers, weed growers, for years that if they started a business where the farms paid them to legally remove the waste material from their weed farms. Then they could set up shop, process it into textiles, and then sell them. Then you're having dual income from both ends. You're getting paid to, to collect your raw materials, and you're getting paid to sell the product that you process them into. Did you know that um, it was a
2: it was an ugly car, but did you know that Henry Ford actually made a car out of hemp, and it was stronger than anything that we have today? Like, he was hitting it with a hammer, and it was not cracking. And it, and how much, how much hemp do you guys waste uh, or like uh, byproducts from your weed farms? You, weed you is, could make so much freaking all, money.
3: All the, all, all the stuff that's not sold is wasted because now there's laws in place in some places that require it to be destroyed and not reprocessed.
2: So if they were really worried about the environment, don't you think that they'd be looking into things like that?
3: This, you know, and this is the stuff where then then I start asking the questions like, how are, you know, these typical, you know, average people, you know, with no college degrees, no years in politics or or, or environmental science or anything like that, like, how are we coming up with these ideas and putting these things together to be like, you know, like. If, if we're really in the situation that they're claiming we're in, you know, like, why are we still spending billions and shit on war and weapons that just blow shit up and destroy things? So we have to spend more money. But, oh, so it's because we so that we have to spend more money. That's why, you know what I mean? So, like, it's really like, why aren't we fucking abandoning currency, banding together as a people of the world, you know, to like, first of all, arrest every politician that has its finger on the button that could end civilization, as we know it. I think that just holding humanity hostage like that is a crime against humanity. Like, there should be no person or people who could actually make a decision that could end life as we know it for us all. That's, I mean, there's way too many of you and me and us to allow some fucking elitists to decide whether the rest of the world gets to fucking go on living. No fucking way. We all turn the fucking gears. They all should be kissing our fucking asses. And I say fucking, I mean, I I, I don't care. Arrest them, hang them. I don't give a fuck. But get them the fuck out of the way of doing damage to people like us and our potential future children. The generations
2: they don't they don't look at us as people, bro. There is a uh, there's a clip that I seen a while back <clears throat> where Obama is given a speech and he says the average person isn't smart enough to think on their own. They need us. And, and what, motherfucker, we would be so much better off without you. You know what we would do? We would adopt a bartering system. We would we would have communities, actual communities, not these fucking cities where you're scared to walk down the street. Yeah. You know, like it's.
3: And you're scared to walk down the street because you're being looked at like you got something that they don't, you know, and and it's these people who are saying we're all too stupid to make decisions for ourselves. or are trying to make us too stupid to make decisions for ourselves. You know, it's like we've all been too stupid to make decisions for ourselves. But when you grow up, that's when you're no longer too stupid to make decisions for yourself. And I hate to say it, but like, I, I don't see a lot of people you know, who aren't too stupid to make decisions for themselves. So I understand why the systems that are in place are in place. But if you perpetuate the stupidity, you're not going to fucking do anybody any good. You're going to keep the systems in place that are keeping control, which is good for the few elitists you know, who just make all of us poorer and poorer, and, you know, and hate each other more and more over our differences. You know, like you said, these people out protesting, they can't even describe, like, the stuff that they're protesting over It's because they're fucking pissed off about the same shit we're pissed off about. You know what I mean? Only, like, if you're fucking thinking critically, you know that burning down the fucking neighborhood liquor store or, or you know, like, fighting with each other, even fighting with each other isn't going to solve it. You know, like, I i mean, look what the Civil War got us. Look where the fuck we are. I mean, look what happened immediately after the Civil War. Like, we're still arguing about reparations. You know what I mean? Like, dude... I agree with you. I don't think much of any of this should, would be an issue right now if we would have removed the fuckers, you know, way back then who were causing the problems. You know, the people who were bending to the bankers, the people who were trying to keep people stupid and uneducated. Like it just I, I don't know, maybe it's taking us time to evolve. The whole thing down bring the whole
1: fucking diseased corrupt temple down on your head. It's gotta kind of be biblical.
2: One day.
3: <laughs> I really liked hearing what the the um <clears throat> the occult rejects had to say on your show the other day. That was really enlightening. I felt like you got a lot out of it too.
2: Yeah dude those are really good people and um <clears throat> and I've always known that the elitists are fully fully in into these occultic things and now that i'm diving into mud floods and tartaria and the things that they're keeping from us and i wanted to bring this up earlier too it's funny because we were talking about like um the things that they're keeping from us or and doing behind closed doors and back then they made magic like such a taboo thing and like you can't practice it and yet those people the same priests and everybody that are telling you you can't do this are going behind closed doors and doing it and and it's just one of those things where it's like your parents are like, do as I say, not as I do, but they yeah. don't actually tell you why they're doing it. They just say, hey, this is bad. Well, why is it bad? It's bad. Don't do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's the society that we live in right now. And unfortunately, I disagree with you. A lot of people are too stupid to make decisions on their own because how many motherfuckers ran out there and got the jab without knowing anything about it?
3: Yeah, I mean, fear can do a lot.
4: Fear a lot. I'm fear. I got fired from a job because I didn't do it. Our whole life I really loved.
3: Our whole life for you.
4: I had a passion for my job and I got fired yeah. from it. It's okay.
2: that's, a, that's a very hard thing to do and I want to commend you for doing that because that was only one.
4: I respect their boundaries, you know, but at the same time, that county went really far right before we moved away. They were voting to have the signs on the business yep. door that would be red, yellow, or green. It was
3: Where- a it was a red stop sign shape. It was a yellow triangle or diamond or something like a caution sign, and it was a green circle.
2: For- For fully vaxxed, halfway vaxxed, and unvaxxed?
3: Fully vaxxed, customers and employees, was the green circle. The yellow was employees vaxxed, customers don't have to be vaxxed. The red stop sign was nobody has to be vaxxed, employees or customers. So they were forcing businesses to expose employees and customers personal medical information (laughs) to the public in order to be ridiculed and I mean it's like dude it was it it was this business form of the yellow star yeah that's what I was doing when
2: you were describing that I was like wow sounds an awful lot like concentration camps
3: dude I was definitely uh, ready
4: to walk away was
2: that was that in Berkeley
4: that was in Ukiah
3: in Mendocino County yeah
4: the pressure, the mounting pressure against me, you know, it's oil and water. Because if that's what the majority of the population there wants, who am I to tell them? You know, I stand my ground. I'm able to articulate my point. And even a lot of the people, okay, so the people who were there before me, they were younger than me. And what had happened was the employer set up as soon as it was available for everybody to get vaccinated and so these kids they just got vaccinated without question and then I come in and then it was like oh you're not vaccinated and was like honestly that's not your business I'm not going to tell you whether I am or not you know and at that point they were like oh then you agree not to work here and I'm like no you're firing me on a discriminatory basis yeah absolutely if I had a lawyer who was willing to put up a case because they fired me, you know, because oh. I wouldn't trust my they, yeah. vaccination status. Yeah. And I'm okay with walking away from being in a business where I'm going to be bullied into medical procedures that I don't feel comfortable with or looked down upon for not receiving, you know, whatever it was. Or like, even
3: looked down upon for not being willing to expose that information, but, but when, for holding the standard of privacy, you when, know? Yeah
4: to the people who had already gone through the procedure who worked there they, about like our position, they were like, wow, we never even thought about that. Like we, we just kind of got the appointments and got our vaccinations. Like the younger generations, like it's just going to the doctors and getting a prick you know you get a certificate yay you know what i mean you're getting incentives you're getting percentages off your grocery bills you know what i mean like
3: but they're are... charging 500 more than 500 for two weeks of a medication you know for health reasons like how does this stuff. add up like how are they giving away this one thing and then they're like charging an arm and a leg for another you know, and one that they're charging an arm armly leg for is being prescribed by a doctor for health purposes and the one that they're giving, they're actually giving incentives to get for free is this mystery gutter sludge from fucking corporate pharmaceutical hydra beast head of fucking apocalypse, man. <laughs> yeah. like dude i'm not i don't like i don't even think it's an individual it's an energy working through hum, humans who are, are are parts of these these functioning components of the beast that is emerging
2: yeah. oh yeah. yes give me more give me more are <laughs> yeah. you speaking my language <laughs> no man the uh the bad thing about it is and i don't I don't find any satisfaction in saying I told you so, but I fucking told you people so. Like, I've been telling you people for two fucking years, do not do this. Do not. When they come out with the vaccine, do not get it. I told my parents, do not get it when it comes out. Brad, you're such a conspiracy theorist, blah, 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 blah. If the government had our best interests at heart, then um, how come we don't have any alcohol or tobacco shortages? Um, how come the alcohol, the liquor stores didn't close down during the pandemic? You couldn't go to church, but you could go to the fucking liquor store. Uh, okay. Yeah. You really have my health in, in your best interest. And another thing is, and it's really sad is these blood clots that people are getting. They're not really blood clots. Um, our, our friend that has a podcast, a uh, bootleg media booty, she was at a park and she was talking to uh, this guy, an older gentleman who had just had um, these so-called blood clots pulled out of them. And so they were having a discussion and she asked, you know, can I, can I see? Cause he said he had pictures and stuff. He shows her the pictures of this. She actually posted it online and it's not blood clots. It's fucking cartilage buildups with like spikes coming. Out. It's turning into bone. And another thing that's fucked up is people that are dying now that have, that have been fully uh, vaccinated and got their boosters and all that, all that fun stuff. Uh, the people that, um, uh, are working in these, uh, crematory or not crematories in the, in these cemeteries, when they put the in embod- uh, embalming fluid in you, you know, to make yourself look pink. So you're not white. So that when you, your friends and family see you for the last time, you don't look like a corpse. Um, it's not going through their body like it used to. So what they're having to do is they're having to go through and inject it in all these different areas where the skin is going to be visible so that they can put color into it because normally they would just put it, put it through and, and it would cover, cover the whole body. Now there's so much blockage that they can't even do that. And it sucks when you tell people And you're in the farm and you're that chicken and you're looking up at the slaughterhouse and you're saying they're going to kill us. And everybody's like, no, you're fucking crazy. And they're going to beat us. And then you become dinner. Yep. And that's exactly what I think is happening. I don't want to end on a bad note, you guys. So please tell me something amazing that happened to you this week.
3: Dude, I mean, my favorite day of the week was yesterday.
0: Mm
2: What would you guys do?
3: We went out to camp night. Oh, nice. Yeah, we went out to, like, the third little spot where the the, the rocks are that you can jump off of. And there's that, like, fat pool, you know, that you can swim around in and shit. And, I don't know, we are just, like, playing with Poi. And, like, uh, we got this little boom box that we brought out there with us. I don't know. You know, like, it was just, it's just so freeing, like, to get in the water, you know, and, like, I don't know, just all the rocks and stuff and seeing how everything, like, in nature fits together with, without, without, like, force or intention. And, like, I, I don't know. Uh, There's just something that's different in, in having presence in that kind of power uh, that can make doing nothing in it a great experience
2: and it's so healing for the mind too isn't
3: it yeah yeah Yeah. especially clearing Mm -hmm.
4: just
3: yeah i don't know it's like it's a place to find enjoyment absolutely
2: i need to get up there you guys i need to come up there and spend it spend a weekend uh out in nature with you guys doing some fun shit before the before the summer's over
3: we'll go shooting too
2: oh dude don't don't say that on my podcast i'm a felon and i'm not allowed to be around guns especially that one that's in my closet right there i cannot be around it (laughs) and we won't be going shooting with you because i would not (laughs) you and in jeopardy no i i don't i don't give two shits dude let's go shooting it's gonna be a blast (laughs) you guys i think we crushed it what do you think
3: oh dude i had a great time like i didn't even know realize how much time has passed like it's just, it, I'm so thankful that you hit me up to be on the show tonight. I mean, everything just falls into place. You know, like I've been thinking a lot about coming on the show and all, all this stuff that that I've been thinking about. And like when it came down to it and you hit me up, I just want to shoot the breeze.
2: Man, it was awesome. And anytime you want, there's something you want to talk about, hit me up, we'll bring you back on the show. And, and I got some homework for you. I'm giving you a week to put out your first video.
3: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> Force yourself to do it. And then once you do it, you're going to feel so good about yourself, even if you only get, like, a few likes. If I wasn't shadow banned, I would help you guys blow the fuck up, but I went from thousands of likes to, like, less than 100.
3: But It's, uh, it's not even about likes as much as it is views. Like, well, that's, that's I what I mean. Whether you like it or not. I just want people to be able to see it, you know what I mean? And like, I don't want to force it in people's face, but I also don't want to be like downranked, you know, so it would just be nice to find some kind of like fair distribution of media on the Internet somewhere.
2: Yeah, it's disheartening when you spend a lot of time on something and then you put it up and you're like, only 17 people saw that
3: like right. I spent
2: three hours on that Like, what
3: the? Fuck? <laughs> and i'm <laughs> yeah. like man it's gotta be like just not showing up because i got a feed on youtube and i see all these videos from people i follow and stuff and i just wonder in my head like how much of the stuff that we put do put out <laughs> ends up in people's feeds <laughs>
2: no it, i will say this that the audio podcast version like the the apple the spotify and the iheart all that is is i haven't plateaued yet that's it. every week we get more and more listeners so fuck you meta you're not holding me back i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing white rabbit ain't going nowhere shut us down i'm coming back like a motherfucker
1: right.
2: all right Aww. tell us more where people can go find you uh, instagram handles you want people to know about obviously cosmic
4: We got Foesad F O E S A D five one five zero Instagram. We got.
3: Uh, You could check out our FPV profiles on Instagram and Facebook at FoesadFPV and RatchetFPV. We fly some drones. I like to build racing drones, and uh, I love flying in the goggles and shit. It's It's a hell of an experience, and so. We share some of the videos that we make on on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram on the channels. If you're into VR, virtual reality, like three sixty pictures and shit, uh, you can check out Immersion VR on Facebook and Instagram. We post like a lot of trippy pictures, different places we go, um, and then I don't know. Yeah, YouTube posts out 5150. Um, I don't know, like I've been if you're on Twitter, I don't know if many people are anymore, but I've had all these issues. So now I'm you're part of the shadow band uh
2: band club,
3: dude. Like I I mean I've gone through three Twitter accounts now. I'm something like 5150 infamous. I don't know. It's whatever, dude. If you want to check us out, you should check out the website. That's where our art is. You know, these are Digitally enhanced reproductions of original pieces of art made with uh, real plant material that we press and dry and then arrange in botanical designs and preserve in epoxy resin on surfaces. So, like whether you're a fine art collector or just want a dope t shirt, go check out cosmicfractalmagnitudes.com.
2: Absolutely. And enter promo code RABBIT and you will receive 13% off.
3: 13. Right
2: right yes. amber jeremy it is always a pleasure talking to you guys whether it's on this microphone or not i love you guys thank you so much for coming on white rabbit everybody you know where you can find me i'm on every major platform because if you're listening to this then you're listening to this go check me out because i'm shadow banned like a motherfucker it is white rabbit it is w h1 t e underscore rabbit And the T is replaced with a 7. I'm about to get kicked off of that account. So be sure and follow my backup, Catalyst Jones, on Instagram. And let's tell Mark Zuckerberg to go fuck himself together because we ain't going nowhere. Fuck you, Mark. Mark,
3: Mark, fuck you, Mark. Fuck you, Mark. (laughs) Stay up, Catalyst. Thank you for having us on. Absolutely. That
2: has been another episode of White Rabbit. Keep digging digging down those rabbit holes.